What's going on, everyone? Hold on. I don't need this. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bulls Central. And today's, tonight's episode, this post-game live stream, we have to talk about the Bulls losing against the Milwaukee Bucks, but still clinching in a playoff spot due to the Cleveland Cavaliers losing as well tonight. We're going to get into all that and more in your comments right after the intro. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bulls news and content. All right, beautiful people. Um, so the Bulls got demolished by the Milwaukee Bucks, losing the game by 21 points. Um, the Bulls did not lead throughout at any point in this game. They did not win a single quarter in this game. Well, I think they did win. Brief, I mean, uh, they did have the lead when it was like eight to six, um, at, I think, at one point in the first quarter. But after that, it was all downhill. The Milwaukee Bucks demolished the Chicago Bulls, as they should, right? This team, missing Zach Levine, missing Lonzo Ball, the way that they've been playing since the All-Star break, the, all the writing was on the wall. Despite a 40-piece from DeMar DeRozan in this game, the Bulls just did not have enough. We got an appearance from Kobe White. Kobe White, 5 for 11 from the field. Patrick Williams coming in with a really solid start with six rebounds, only one turnover, 18 points from Patrick Williams, four of those rebounds being on the offensive end. That's one of the things that I've been really watching with Patrick Williams is the offensive rebounding because we know this team has been lacking offensive rebounds all throughout the season. So with Patrick Williams being able to develop that part of his game, looking forward, projecting that out, him and Vooch uh, in the starting lineup together. Vooch, bad Vooch this game, terrible Vooch this game, no good Vooch this game. This was the Vooch that Vooch haters love to see because it gives them so much. The Vooch hate is going to be crazy tonight and tomorrow morning Vooch with three a three of 19 game one for six from three-point range a terrible defensive game from Nikola Vucevic today in which Brooke Lopez and Bobby Portis anytime Vooch was on them they knew that they were about to score period seven bucks players in double digits in this game Grayson Allen hey we got a foul back on Gray for those that been wanting to see the Bulls foul Grayson Allen hard we got to see that listen we got it got we didn't didn't get the win, but we got that revenge on Grayson Allen. Um, but with all that being said, this was just not a good game. It was not a fun game. It was not an easy game to watch. I'm stressed out. But with that being said, I expected to be going into this. The Bulls do clinch the much uh, needed and, and coveted playoff spot now, though, with the Cleveland Cavaliers losing. I wish it would have came off the Bulls winning a game rather than the Cleveland Cavaliers losing a game. But nonetheless, beggars can't be choosers, and the Bulls very much are beggars in this part of the season. So, all that being said, that's where we sit right now. That's where we sit tonight coming after this loss. We're going to go ahead. We're going to get into the comments. I already know you guys are about to be on fire tonight, but I thank you guys for showing up to Chicago Bulls Central, and I appreciate you guys turning out in the chat. As I always do, you guys mean the world to me. Let's go ahead and get into these comments. I'm sure there's going to be some much-needed therapy after everything that came out today. We got news. Lonzo Ball is more than likely done for the rest of the season, out for the season. It Listen, if you guys are holding on hope to Lonzo Ball coming back in the playoffs, you are better than me because it's not not happening it's not like the writing's on the wall the writing's on the wall it's not happening but let's go ahead and get into the comments brandon peck what's up hayes other than damar and pat played well yes pat and damar that's really almost the only positives uh kobe hit a shot so there you go with that um but yeah 
Pat averaging 13 points per game over the last three and shooting over 60%. He's also averaging one block and still DeMar and Pat only uh, ones that wanted to play. This is this is for all the people coming into the season. This is why, you know, you can't take everybody's basketball acumen the same, right? For all the people who are coming into the season, oh, Pat isn't a true four. What, what do you mean? Pat isn't a four. You're crazy if you think Pat's a four. Patrick Williams, then this is why you never know how players are going to develop. Pat looks like a, a decent, a very good four out there. Being able to stretch the floor, him running in transition now, the blocks, the offensive rebound, and the rebounding overall. What Patrick Williams is doing, it just really makes you think, had the Bulls season gone different, had he not gone down with that um, injury, where would he be at at this point of the season, right? Where would he be at? Playing with, especially when this team was on, when, you know, before NBA defense had figured out this offense, like Patrick Williams is, I hope, I hope, because my faith in Patrick was never down. I hope seeing Patrick Williams play and respond the way that he has to getting more minutes has restored a lot of Bulls fans' faith. And those same fans are like, oh, I don't see it for Pat. Oh, I don't know why why they look so highly at Pat. Oh, Pat has to be traded so we can get another star because we have a three-year window. All that bullshit. I hope that this this stretch from Pat has opened their eyes to see and to remind remind people on what type of player Patrick Williams is projecting to develop into, right? We still have to see it happen over time. We still have to see it be consistent. We still have to see all that, and I understand that. But Patrick is showing the flashes of every part of Patrick Williams' game that we have wanted to see. He is shooting the ball with more confidence. That's one thing that we all wanted to see, no matter if you were on the – Far side of being a Patrick Williams lover, or if you're on the far end of being a Patrick Williams hater, the one thing that everybody who is objective could have admitted with this team is that they needed and wanted to see Patrick Williams be more confident and take his open shots more, more, more frequently. We're seeing that happen in just the short amount of time he's been back on this team. So uh, I love P. Will, but people who think P. Will can guard Giannis is crazy. Well, nobody. See, that's the thing. Nobody can guard Giannis. It's not anybody who thinks that there's anybody who can guard Giannis. It's just stupid in general. because it's not, And it's not about that. Anybody who even thinks necessarily that it takes somebody to stop Giannis for the Bucks to be beatable is not a good basketball mind. Now, the Bulls, do the Bulls have that? No, we're not playing the type of defense at all that you can even remotely say, hey, the Bulls can go out and let Giannis cook and stop everything. Can you see seven players in double digits? You're not doing like right. Let Honest have his forty. That's if if a team beats the Bucks in this offseason, I guarantee you it's going to come by. Giannis doing his thing, but stopping Middleton, stopping Grayson Allen, stopping Bobby, stopping a combination of those players. Um, but the Bulls don't have the they don't have the personnel to do it. Not with where everything is right now. They just don't have the personnel to do it. Um, bright side, clincher playoff berth, first time since the three alphas in Vooch. Uh, put the let the bodies hit the floor in effect with Grace Nell and downside Bulls don't don't have moment have momentum brother no I'm not trying to be the grammar police um, Bulls don't got momentum learned from this game absolutely listen the Bulls can still get to some momentum we got to see the Bulls very well you know we know the Chicago Bulls they can possibly win the next three in a row and then go out and get swept in the playoffs we don't know right you never know with this team we got a lot of good looks that we don't uh, make. We have to uh, make teams pay when we get good looks. Yes, that's one thing that I've been talking about. The overall lack of shooting, the lack of ability to hit shots that this team has been facing since the All-Star break is just as concerning as anything you can point out with the defense or any other part of our game. Joe Crawford, Vooch had a bad game, but he also smacked Grayson Allen in the face, so I call it a win. I mean, see, like, that's why I'm not – I don't care about that. I'm not – I don't care about that. I – need 
wins. I was going nuts when Vooch gave Allen a little arm to the face. Like, I, I know a lot of people are crazy about that. I don't care because it didn't come in a win. Bulls need to find a veteran point guard of the free agent wire to help some of the... No, they don't. No. They, they, a, there's not no ve vet veteran point guard on the free agent market that's going to help in the playoffs right now. No. So, and, and the Bulls don't need more guards. That's just not what they need. Um, now, looking in the offseason, they need more vets on this roster overall to help the young players, but it's definitely not coming. It's not coming. The, the Bulls are not making a signing before the playoffs at this point right now. It's not happening. Um, in the bright light, Pat Will is doing great. Yes, he's doing really good. Really good. Clap it up. Clap it up. Hold on. I, I should have put the comment on there first. Clap it up. <laughs> um, let's see. Oh, John Crawford says, I think Caruso's wrist is still pretty messed up. It explained his lack of offense. I think it's more the back than anything. Everything that we've seen is the back. Like, yeah, the wrist isn't all the way 100% healed either. Let's be clear on that. I'm not saying that it is. But I think it's more the back that we're seeing just with everything with Caruso that that why his game is kind of going the way that it is. Uh, time to rest the, the guys for the next three games. Look like we'll, be, we'll open the playoffs at the Sixers. Not looking good. Yeah. Robert Byington, uh, we should have moved. No, we shouldn't have. That's, listen, no, Vooch, no, that's that was that's stupid. No, should not have moved. In in hindsight, but you were not you were not going to get a good deal for Vooch. And on top of that, like I have said many times before, the Bulls open up another asset by waiting at least to the draft before they move anybody, expiring contract or not. No, and there was not a singular trade that was going to make the Bulls any better had they moved Vooch at the trade deadline. No, that's stupid. That's dumb. Um, but let's move on. Uh, Brandon Eljet, I missed the game due to work. I hope that Vooch stat line is nope. The Vooch stat line is not a typo. Vooch played a horrible game. Brandon Eljet, me and you could have put in the game that Vooch had in this game. Period. Hey, hey, he's in chat. Uh, so happy for for the Bulls. Now I need to get a playoff ticket. First of all, I'm happy for the Bulls. I mean, shout out. I'm happy more for the fan base that we're making the playoffs. This team needs a wake up call. Uh, Tim Brazil says he avoided the question in the sideline interview. How do you get the guys to support De DeMar this half? Crickets, Hayes, what the fuck? Smack them. Listen, smack everybody. Smack everybody. Um, who do you want to face in the playoffs in order? Bucks, Sixers, Celtics first. Uh, Celtics, Sixers, Bucks. I don't know. The Bucks and the Bucks and, and the Sixers can flip flop, uh, but definitely the Celtics are the first to me for me. My personal hell is hearing clap it up on repeat in a small hot ass room with screw. Oh, God damn. All right. Well, MJV says Vooch uh, killed my parlay. Hey, listen, this is why I don't bet. I keep telling y'all, this is why I don't bet. <laughs> it's funny how Vooch haters want him gone because he is so bad, but but expect they could have gotten a great player for him. It's, it's listen, it's one of those things. The, that is a casual fans mindset, right? Ca casual. And that separates people who actually know the game of basketball and watch how the trends in basketball go. And people who think, oh, this player's playing horrible. Why don't you trade him for everything we need? What in what world does that work? Right? It doesn't. It doesn't happen. Now, I'm not going to say that teams have never gotten some trades off like that. There have been some teams very much so that have gotten things off like that. But the thing with the Bulls are, could they have traded Vooch and given up a lot of draft capital, attached somebody else that they probably want to keep to it? 
Probably. But trading Vooch was it was never going to be making any trade at this trade deadline was never going to be. It was never the smart play. Anybody who actually outside of just their own armchair GMing and playing 2K too much were anybody who actually looks at how basketball works and the trade market usually works understood the Bulls were never going to make a trade this trade deadline. Would it have been nice? Could they have traded some in the bench piece? Yeah, it would have been nice, but it was never going to be the major trade that some Bulls fans are not even I wouldn't even say they're Bulls fans. Most of the people who constantly call for trades aren't really fans of any team they're just a fans for movement right they will literally move from from the team's youtube to team's youtube to another team's podcast and another team's podcast just talking about trade scenarios because they don't really know the game of basketball and that's just period of what what it happens but hey it comes with the territory um sad we lost but at least p will is trending in the right it's 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 more than trending right Patrick Williams with more minutes is showing that, like, yes, the first three to four games and his minutes were still going down then, it was still a lot of questions. But Patrick Williams is showing, hey, I may have been out the second season, but look, I've developed a lot. Patrick Williams is looking good out there. Not perfect. He still has some things to work out, but definitely looking good. Uh, Hayes, do you think Lonzo was missed more than we originally expected? A lot of the things... Uh, the Bulls are struggling with defense, three-point shooting, tempo, passing. Lonzo would definitely help. Brandon L. Des from Brandon L. Jet. Brandon, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that especially when you look at the Bulls shooting going down, right, and needing three-point shots to stretch the floor, Lonzo brings that. Then, then when you also look at the fact that Io sometimes passes up open shots because he doesn't want to miss, especially with crunch time. The one thing with Lonzo Ball is he does not shy away from the moment. When you look at also the transition baskets, the fact that of how active Lonzo is on defense, the fact that his basketball IQ, how he communicates with other players out there, the fact that that, that turns into more turnovers and allows the players that are out there uh, playing with him to play better defense, yes, Lonzo Ball is drastically missed. Now, I'm not, I'm not laying everything on Lonzo just – Fixes everything that's ailing the Bulls right now, but his his absence is definitely being felt by more than I think what some people realize it was going to be, me included, right? I, I and I was never one of the people who were you know start Io over Lonzo. Io's Io gonna should he's better than Lonzo now? No, that was always silly and idiotic. Um, but I did think that Io was going to be able to step in to Lonzo's shoes for a little while and and hold that line for for a while until Lonzo came back and it just has not happened. You know, Ios hit a bit of a rookie wall. Ios showing that also he is a he is a rookie and he's getting outworked by a lot of veteran point guards. Um and it, it you miss Lonzo out there. Period. You definitely miss Lonzo out there. When Vooch ha, uh, has a bad game, people just be saying anything to fit whatever narrative they have. You are absolutely right. Absolutely right. Um, I want all these Vooch haters to keep the same energy till he's not in the Bulls uniform, however long that is. That one's from Brandon L. Jet. You are absolutely right. Uh, this team is done. No Zoe lingering injuries, inconsistent play from players, and BD spamming the same plays every night. My mind is made up. They have they have to prove me wrong. Hey, stay go bang. I've told you guys. I said it in my pre-recorded video. I've, I've said it before now. Any pessimism from any Bulls fan, you have to understand. Because you have to understand what's being shown out there on the court. And because of that... Like, hey, listen, and and that's why, like I said, Bulls fans have to learn to be objective because when the Bulls were on that winning streak, and Hayes was sitting here after win saying, hey, if this this doesn't change, this winning streak is going to turn into a losing streak. And I remember people in the comments, oh, did we win or not? Did it this? Yes. 
Listen, you have to be able to objectively review the bad and and notice the bad even when when wins are being had and then notice some of the good even when losses are being had. And so, yes, you know, you saying that they have to prove you wrong, there's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Sebastian says Pat's confidence is go to the second one, looking a lot better. Yes, it is. He is developing really nice. Really nice. When this team's not making shots, it's over because they have zero defense. I mean, I can't can't even hate on you with that. I know you'll be seeing my comments say, how does Brooke Lopez go? Oh, because it's a dumbass comment. That's why I'm not reading it, because it's a dumbass comment. Do better. Uh, all the matter is Bulls' new season starts April 16th. Yep. Um, I really do think to answer this question, this one's from Noel Inf Infante. Uh, how long does Zach going to be out or will rest him until... No, I, I really do think it's because this game was a back-to-back, -back, and I think that the Bulls probably evaluated and said, hey, do we have a better chance to beat uh, Milwaukee with Zach, or do we have a better chance to beat Boston with Zach? He was going to always rest one of those games. So I think they took a look at it and said, listen, we probably couldn't get past Milwaukee even with Zach. Let's go ahead and, let's go ahead and play him against Boston. Um, so I think that that's what it that's what it, it that's what it really was about. I don't I don't think this is going to be a thing to the end of the season. I don't think so. I'm hoping we can give our guys some good playoff experience in the next few weeks. That being said, let's get everyone healthy this offseason and get some bench depth to to cause hell next season. Yeah, oh, AK and Eversley are going to get to work on bench depth. I have no doubt about that. Like I, I've, I've been naming the players. Derek Jones Jr. may very well be gone just because of the price, not because he's a bad player. Troy Brown Jr. is gone. Um, uh, 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 Matt Thomas gone. Uh, um, who else am I getting the name? Uh, Tony Bradley's probably gone. We'll see what happens with Tristan. We'll see what happens with Kobe. That's up to six to seven spots on just the bench that the, this Bulls team can look to fill with veterans who are more consistent, who have maybe been battle tested. Uh, maybe get a marquee one. Who, if you can get a, a a player to agree to come for the mid level exception, they also have a trade exception. The Bulls have an, enough maneuvering to do to really really improve this bench next season i think the starting five is going to stay the same Io's going to be here uh caruso is going to be here javante is going to be here all those players i think are going to be here for sure and then we'll see what they do with the rest of the uh back end of the bench blah i don't know if it's pessimistic at this point i think we have seen enough to know who who they are that being said we are a playoff team despite all the injuries despite supposed to be 12th yes absolutely Absolutely. Uh, I'll take a page out of Marvel's book. DeRozan had another night. P. Will is improving. Scary thought. P. Will is still only 20 years old and will improve this season. That's crazy, right? The fact that he is only 20 years old is is crazy. It's crazy. Uh, Acme finna get busy this summer. You hear? Oh, yes. They are absolutely getting busy. Absolutely. Absolutely. Hayes, I know Kobe been trash. Let's be honest here. He, no, he shouldn't. Like, stop. Stop. Prove me wrong. You got to stop, bro. You got to stop. Like, Kobe is not starting. Kobe is literally played like hot doo-doo and garbage. You talk about Alex being bad, and that's not to say it. But listen, you trust Alex more to do some things on defense if anyone is ball, is, his shot isn't falling. No. Caruso has been dog dookie bat shit. And no, he does not deserve to start with the way he's been playing. Sorry, Hayes. I couldn't be here tonight. I was studying for school. I already have to go. See you in the next one. All right, Zach Lazion. Be easy, brother. Get that degree. That's what you need to do. Hayes, would you be surprised if the Boofs – no, I would not be surprised. Now, I'd be surprised if they trade him and get anything back of 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 note, but we'll see. A.K. and Eversley are going to get busy. I think A.K. and Eversley are going to – if we're just being honest, right, let's, let's be honest and evaluate this team, right? Let's say with all the assets and everything that they have, um, 
AK and Eversley are going to look to do whatever it takes. The only people who are guaranteed to come back, well, and not even guaranteed. I can't use the word guarantee until he actually signs his deal. But I think Zach, I don't think Lonzo's going anywhere. Io's not going anywhere. I would even say this, right? I, I w- As much as I love Alice Caruso, I don't necessarily think Alice Caruso is untouchable either if the right deal comes about. If the Bulls can get an eight or somebody, like realistically outside of the Bulls fans just thinking that they can just trade Vooch and Kobe and get eight and somehow back because that's not going to happen. You have to give up somebody who's good. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they do. We'll see, right? We'll, we will see. All, all in all, we'll be told very soon. We need shooting, shooting, and more shooting off the bench. Well, they also need defense, so it's not just shooting. Honestly, I think that if the Bulls were fully healthy and Alice Caruso wasn't wasn't having the, the back issues, shooting, we do need – I'm not saying we don't need shooting at all, but I don't think shooting's necessarily the top priority. I think you want people who can keep up defensive intensity. I think you want players who you can trust to take shots, right? They don't kind of shy away from moments and can be consistent, have some ability to score, but I don't know if really shooting is – going to be the highest priority i think defense and a big man who can come in uh play next to p will or play next to vooch if that big man's a, a, a available i think those type of things are more are going to be higher up in the hierarchy than just shooting but shooting is definitely a need i just don't know if it's going to be shooting 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 and then everything else it's going to be hey we need some people who can do some shooting we need players who can be defensively consistently and things like that before it's anything else Prove me wrong. You, you, bro, you seriously got to stop this. The people in here are way too intelligent for you to keep using this 11 and 5 as a starter. Bulls have been losing since Kobe's been playing. He's been, he hasn't, he's, he's been benched since the only reason he ever started was because of injuries. Stop with that Kobe needs to start bullshit. Have actual basketball conversations, bro. Like for, I know that you have a way better basketball mind than to keep, keep coming in here talking about this Kobe needs to start bullshit because he was 11 and 5 as a starter. I know you have a better basketball mind than that. I get it. People pick narratives. You are seriously on some Trump shit right now with constantly pushing this Kobe needs to start shit. Seriously. It's just, it's a bad take, fam. It's a bad take. A young three knee player would be good. Someone, P, well, PJ Tucker, and those aren't young. Like you said, young. First of all, you said young, and then you said PJ and Jay Crowder in the same sentence, my brother. Like, Trent, I agree with you that those are the type of players, but those aren't young. And I don't really think that. This front office is going to necessarily go young. Think about it this way. Young players usually want longer contracts. And I do think AK and Eversley, maybe one-year, two-year deals with a player team option, I think that's what they're going to go for. So I don't think the, the front office is going to go young. I think they're going to go more consistent people. That's what I think. This is this, You know, I'm going to respond to this. This is from Ramon. Uh, first of all, Thank you, brother, for being here. I don't I don't think I've seen you around here uh, too much, so thank you for joining. Hopefully you see enough in this channel that you enjoyed to hit that subscribe button. But ho- hoping we can get Mitchell Robinson and some shooters vets. I will tell you this. The Mitchell Robinson thing I think is very, very unlikely because he's a free agent. He's already on mid-level exception type money. The most the Bulls can offer him is the mid-level exception. So Mitchell Robinson very well could see the Bulls and say, hey, I bring the de- the rebounding, the shot blocking, and defense that they need I can play next to P. Will. I can play next to Vooch. I can come here and possibly for one or two years get my cachet up and get a bigger deal that he could do that. Or 
a team could very much offer Mitchell Robinson way more money than the Bulls can offer him. So it really depends on what Mitchell Robinson's focus is. I just don't think that a player who's already on a mid-level type deal signs for the, because that's all the Bulls can offer him is a mid-level exception. Now, if he is, if he was less than a mid-level deal in the mid-level, like if he was coming off a rookie deal and they didn't offer him an extension and then the mid-level exception money was a considerable raise for him, I think then he would come for that. But mid-level exception for a player that's still fairly young, who's already on a mid-level money deal, I don't know if that's enough to get Mitchell Robinson in here. But I will say that Mitchell Robinson is a very good type of, of the a prototype of the type of player that we want to try to add into this. Thank you, Hayes, laughing my ass. I've been telling this boy Kobe ain't that guy for a minute. Listen, and that's so funny. Like, I have been, literally, people were killing me for saying that the Bulls should not trade Kobe White. And then now it's like, you really got me coming in here saying, try, going against Kobe because you just keep with this starter stuff. He should not be a starter. <laughs> Trent Baker says, no, sorry, I meant someone young with someone that has potential. Oh, got you, got you, got you. My, uh, no, you're fine, bro. Um, The thing is, right, is who's a young player? Who's a young player off the top of anybody's head and leave it in the comments who fits that mold? Um. The funny thing is, is really, honestly, Troy Brown Jr. is a young player that if you had time to develop him, could not necessarily get that level, but could develop to that 3 and D type player. The Bulls just don't have time to try to develop him with as inconsistent as he's been. But we'll see. <laughs> CJ, the truth says Kobe needs to start hitting some shots. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. No lie. I would love Bobby. Listen, Bobby Portis on this team would literally be perfect. As we talk about again. Right. If you notice, one of the things that I hope that this team does is with the backup big man, get somebody who can play next to P. Will or next to Vooch, no matter what happens. And that's if they keep Vooch. Right. And Bobby Portis literally fits that mode, literally fits that mode. The type and Bobby Portis also is that energy, that enforcer, that type of play. I would love to have Bobby Portis back on this team. I was bad when they when they I was down bad when they traded him. Um, uh, what's up? Hey, first of all, Shay. Spell my name correctly, brother. Spell my name correctly. Uh, what's up, Hayes? Hear me out. Uh, where are bands shooting night? Do you think we should try to be more of an out and transition team where we play breakneck? I don't know about the break the breakneck speed on offense. I do think that the Bulls need to get out in transition more. But listen, you need to do one of two things to get out in transition. Teams that just run just to run are always fail to be a transition team. The bulls either need to get turnovers. They need to play good defense and they need to get rebounds. These are all things we're not seeing the bulls do at the level that they need to be a transition team. It's just not right. It's it's not. So you, if the other team scores and then you try to turn into this, this seven second or less team, when the other team scores, it's not going to work. That does not work in today's NBA. So to be a true transition team and to unlock that part, we either need to get more rebounds, we need to force more turnovers, we need to play better defense to 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 make those things happen. This team is not doing that right now. So I don't, I can't say that we need to do that type of thing or that we can or are in a position to do that type of thing right now. If Paul shows he's ready to take the next step, does trading Vooch for an average center and a bench player become an option? Uh, no. Uh, let me not say no to that, right? Because the way that we saw the Bulls use Patrick Williams, for example, in Summer League was they ran some of the offense through him, right? Now, I don't think that that's going to happen in, in NBA for Patrick Williams anytime soon. But if the Bulls see some development over Patrick Williams, where they say, hey, this kid is going can be a – I said it before. I I I think Patrick Williams' ceiling is Luau Dang Prime. So that's an 18 and 8 and 6 type player, right? 
Um, 18 and 8, maybe that season he averaged more like four to five assists. But nonetheless, um, if Patrick Williams develops into that over this offseason, does that mean that you have to have a score at the center? No. I agree with you. Then you can maybe get somebody who's not as much of a scorer but does more things on defense, can hit down an open shot, you know, can hit that midge and, th and three-point uh, three range a little bit. But we'll see, right? We'll see what happens with that. I, I, I don't know what this Bulls team does uh, with that big man position because, yes, Vooch has had one of the worst seasons of his career. But even with that being said, he's still top 10 in every statistical category at his position. So, if the if they can, if a team says, "Hey, we're going into rebuild, we can take the we can eat the final year of Vooch's contract because then listen, we get some stuff freed up." I just don't know what players out on the market fit that right now that would be available. Now, again, I've told you guys as I head more towards the off season, as we head more towards the off season, I'll be doing a breakdown on potential free agent uh, acquisitions, all that type of thing. So this will be something I'll put a pin in off season. We'll definitely be able to discuss this a little bit more. Brandon Jet, very good point. Someone, someone is definitely going. You got to think, right? Look at, look at, just look at teams that are above us right now, right? Even if Mitchell Robinson did say, "I'll take the mid level for to go to a surefire contender," every team's going to have their mid level just about. There's going to be teams that are way closer to contending than the Chicago Bulls, and then you have the the teams that could be on the precipice of contending that Mitchell could go to. Or get or get higher money on a team that's younger that may not be as close to contending. But guess what? Mitch is going to get paid. So there's a lot of things. A lot of things. Um, uh, Millar Miller. This, if the Bulls can get PJ Washington, I don't give a damn if you got to give up Kobe, if you got to give up uh, Javante. That's the thing. Let me ask you guys this. Real talk. As much as Javante means to the heart of this team, some contenders and playoff teams will will want Javante. Would you give up Javante for a player like P.J. Washington? Let me know what you guys think down below. Byron Sullivan says P.J. Washington hasn't shown him enough. Hey, I, I can't fight you on that one. Hayes, are you going to make videos this offseason about uh, moves? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's what that's how I started this channel. This, this channel started with... I started releasing videos. I think I released one video a couple of days before the Lonzo Ball signing, and then I started releasing videos consistently. So you will get – so I haven't done a full offseason. Keep in mind, I only started this channel at the start of free agency, so I missed the draft and everything. But you will get videos on draft. you get draft uh, analysis from me, some prospect analysis, free agent analysis. You will get – Chicago Bulls Central is still going to – I don't know if I'll release every day like I have been during the actual season, but you'll still get plenty of videos from me over the course of the offseason. <laughs> the word of today is Hayes, H-A-I-Z-E. Come on, y'all. Let's see. Tim Brazil, you are, you are right. Let me read this comment from Tim. Toppin could be a versatile guy defensively. Can't shoot well yet, but I like him so far. That's the thing, though. Let's keep in mind, I don't think AK and Eversley add more players – that you're you're relying on potential to this team. I think as this offseason is coming up, this Bulls team, this front office is going to add players who have been in this league for a while, players who you know you don't have to worry about trying to develop, maybe players that are like 25, 26 that have some room to develop, but at least you know what you're going to get from them night in and night out. I don't think that Obi Toppin, I think he's way too young for to be on this front office's radar. I don't think that they're going to try to go after those type of players who still need some development or that haven't been in this league battle-tested. I don't think that that's what they're going to do. That adds more to what's going on, so we'll see. Uh, Hayes, this offseason, uh, this is from Corey Mays. 
Hayes, this offseason, would you move P Dub to the three to back up Debo and go for a couple of bigs or leave him at No, he's he's they're starting P Will. This front office is starting P Will. They're gonna give every chance for P Will to develop into the star that they see him becoming. So no, I don't think that he moves to the bench. I think that they are gonna fill in around him, but I don't I absolutely don't think that they are gonna they are gonna put Patrick Williams on the bench. Julia Jewell says, my comment earlier was about the playoffs being a different beast. The Bulls have to be mentally ready, and Billy D can't be screwing up the adjustments. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you wholeheartedly, 100%. Uh, the Our Minister Show? The Our Mentor Show. Our Mentor. I added an S in there. I don't know why. Do you like Zach playmaking as a max player? No, he's not a playmaker. The point of the way that this team was built again was for Lonzo, um, Vooch, Demar to do way more of the ball handling than Zach Levine. Zach Levine is not going to be the one playmaking. Now, one thing that we have seen Zach do in this over the course of the season as it went on is when his shot isn't falling, he's been looking for his for his players. But again, just because he's a max player doesn't mean he has to playmake. That's not what he's here for. Um, so I don't know that I think he can develop that he and he needs to develop that part of his game a little bit better, but that's not why they're giving him the max contract. So let's see. Uh, she bashed him, says, uh, Belthazar, Belthazar, is that, isn't that an X-Men's name? Uh, Thaddeus Young would be a great fit for this team. Yeah, absolutely. He for sure would. And I think he's going to be high on their type of target list. I do. Well, um, not necessarily, uh, Sebastian. It really depends on how the rest of the team is filled out. Now, Sebastian asked, Mitchell Robinson is a good defender, but wouldn't the Bulls want someone that can stretch the floor as a center? Not necessarily. Um, again, if I, I think if they bring in Mitchell, it's not going to be to replace Vooch. It's going to be to come off the bench. That goes another thing, too. So I don't, I don't know. Let's see what else we got. Do, 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 do. Just join late, but Vooch the GOAT. Really? Is that what we're doing here, Samir? Uh, that's crazy. All right, let's see what else we got. Tim Brazil says, uh, no, you're, you're no, you're totally right, but somebody brought up young guys with PJ Tucker type potential. No, I agree with you. I agree with you. Um, I I I, I do think that like a player with that type of, of play, I think and versatile. That's one thing I didn't add into. I think the Bulls this offseason are gonna really be looking to do a lot of versatile players. That's players that can play a lot of positions. Um, think about it this way. Caruso, Io, we'll see what happens with Kobe. Um, even Javante, because I do expect Javante to be here. That really takes care of a lot of your guards there, right? Javante can play two, three, four. Um, I think they're going to be looking at players that can play the three and four, four and five. A lot of versatile players to maximize everything else that goes on here. Where have you heard those rumors from a credible source? Please tell me the credible source that you heard those rumors from. Those aren't rumors. You heard people making up things and taking bits and pieces of Casey Johnson's article and trying to turn it into something they wanted to be a rumor. There have been no credible rumors for that. Randall Patton asks, what do you think will happen to Marco? This is a very good question I made at. I really don't know. Um, <laughs> I wish I had a better answer. I think Marco, it really depends on what Marco does this offseason. Marco really came along very well in the G League, right? His three-point shot came a long way over the course of that G League season. Um, even some of his playmaking a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. I do think that the this front office, because they gave Marco that three-year deal, do, does believe in what Marco can develop into. But I think it, it's going to come down to what Marco and how he develops his body in this offseason. He was not ready to be a big man in this year's NBA. 
Now, if he can go in, he can add to his body, he can add some lean muscle, keep some of his mobility, improve that three-point shotting at, at shooting, shotting, shooting at the NBA level, I do think that Marco can be a very good backup big man next year for this team. Could he possibly be the starter one day? That's what it, that's what it really boils down to. If AK and Eversley see Marco Simonovich being able to develop into a starter, we may also see them not put very big money, very much money into the center because, hey, let Vuce's contract goes out. Maybe they're hoping that Marco Simonovich is that starting center when Vuce's contract runs out. Now, I have not seen enough for me personally to say that I believe that Marco's going to get there, but I do think that Marco can be a competent backup big man in this league, especially when you look at his skill set. He has that three-level scoring skill set and a good rebounder and a solid passer. He's not the, the type of elite passer that we see from some big man, but he has a solid skill set. That does not mean that the impact or his ability to use that skill set on the NBA level, with if his physicality doesn't come in, it's going to match it. But there are some really good bones there of a of what could be a competent NBA player. So it really is going to come up to Marco Simonovic. I think if we come back by the training camp and Marco has added about five to eight pounds of lean muscle, you're absolutely going to see Marco Simonovic getting minutes at the NBA level to show that he that he deserves them. So we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. Here we go here. Uh, Lurkin says, I know Acme will be going after size in the offseason because we can't have Alex Caruso and Zoe guarding dudes five inches taller than well. I don't so one of his best abilities is his ability to switch on onto at least fours and some fives and play with them pretty well. So there's, there's going to be some of that, but we'll see. We'll see. Again, Trent Baker, you're going to a young player again. I really don't think I, I agree with you. With, I like Vanderbilt, and I like especially if this team was where they were two to three years ago. I absolutely would agree with you. I'm not bad at your assessment of the player. I'm, I'm mad at it. Not bad at it. I'm not mad at it because it's a great type of player to look at. But I don't think the Bulls are going to go that young because of what they need and how they're trying to compete now. I just don't think that they do that. But I could be wrong. Could very well be wrong. Hey, Hayes, would you take Gary Harris over Kobe White? Woo! That is a good-ass question. Um, Here's what I'll say on that. I want to be honest and objective in the way that I review this. I want to judge this not just off how Kobe's been playing lately, but overall. Kobe's inconsistency would lead me to say lean towards Gary Harris, but how good Kobe can be when he's on kind of makes me lean towards Kobe White. I'll say this, depending on how the rest of the bench is filled out, if you have more consistent players around them and a player that can, which we will have with Alice Caruso, I mean, with Ayo DeSumo, and if Ayo also progresses as a scorer this offseason, I probably lean towards Gary Harris, honestly. Now, Kobe's weak side defense has come a long way. What he's able to do with some of the times when he's passing, when he's locked in as well, has come a long way. But I don't know, man. Gary Harris would be very enticing, very enticing. Sebastian Bellas. Okay, that's where it is. That's where it is. No, that, again, that article was not. Please, please look at the source. That's all I'm going to say is please go look at the, where that article came. Trace things back. Right, because Bleach Report links in things that are rumors as well. Go and look back at what that and tell me where that came from. Come back to me because I'm telling you, that was not an actual rumor. Somebody's been watching Locked On Bulls because I said that. I don't even know if you have, um, but listen, there's not one player in this NBA that's available that the Bulls can get that can fix everything. But I did say that it was 
Jesus Christ himself can come in. Alex Lores, even if Marco doesn't play in the playoff, it's smart of Acme to just have him around the guys and let him experience. The- yeah, that's that's what I think he's here for. It's that he's here to soak in some of that playoff experience and I, everything. To get some garbage time minutes, possibly. So yeah. Well, keep in mind. Um, so this one from Corey Mays. A A A's. I'm just going to say it like that because you always put A in front of it. I was reading that Kofi Cockburn was talking to Io about being on the Chicago Bulls and what it's like. What do you think? It's out of their control. Kofi can ask Io all day long what it's like to be on the Chicago Bulls, but unless the Chicago Bulls draft him, it don't matter. Now, Kofi is around the area, and I think, honestly, Kofi would be a reach where the Bulls pick is probably going to be, meaning that there's probably going to be better players. But what I'll say with this, in AK and Eversley, I trust. If AK and Eversley see the potential in Kofi to say, this is who we're going to go, whether it's a reach or not, we trust what he can develop into, we'll see. But I don't think, I th- I think there are going to be better players around there. And he, the Bulls can't even acquire a second-round pick to get him because the next second-round pick that the Bulls have available, whether it's through acquisition or not, they lose. Unless they let a team draft Kofi and then are trading for the player rather than the draft pick. But I don't think that that's likely. Would you bring in Tag Gibson? First of all, who is Tag Gibson? Who is that? Is that the world champion, champion tag player in the premier tag player in the world? Tag Gibson. First of all, Tag Gibson. He's on my tag team every day. What well, that's that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go to WWE. We're gonna tag in, tag out. Tag Gibson. We got this. But if you're talking about Todd Gibson, <laughs> I don't know if Todd really brings what we need at a consistent level um, right now with where he is at his age. So for all jokes to be aside, Kuzma for Kobe not gonna happen. But listen. <laughs> listen i'm not necessarily saying no to that so there you go what is clinch you don't know what you don't know what clinch means yes they clinch they clinch the playoff spot what you don't you don't know what the word clinch means hey should the bulls be concerned about lonzo long term yes to a degree yes lonzo has not played over 62 games in his nba career yes it should be a concern Absolutely. You'd be crazy not to. But one of the things is, is that as IO develops, you have some built in things there. We have Alex Caruso, especially when his back's not hurting. So I think we have the guards to step in, especially, like I said, if IO develops like now we're seeing we're seeing a rookie player be exposed as a rookie. But as everything progresses and you may that we may very well see this. And this is this is going to piss some Bulls fans off when I say this. Um, we may very well see that we have a backcourt that towards the end of the season, you got to manage knee injuries. You have to manage them. We may start seeing for, with 32 games left in the season, which is slightly over half the season. We may start seeing Zach and Lonzo get some periodic rest on back to backs and things like that. We may very well see that for next season and seasons beyond that. But luckily, we have a hell of a, ba- a, a, a point guard that we drafted that's young and hopefully continues to develop in Io DeSumo. And we have a hell of a player in Alice Caruso as well. So hopefully, hopefully. But yeah, it's absolutely going to be a concern. We don't have a second round pick, so we're not getting Kofi. And don't y'all dare say he's worth the first. That Listen, Ricky Ricky said, listen, we I hear y'all Kofi concern and shut up. <laughs> Tag, Tag Gibson, another legend. That's funny. Oh, shit. You are absolutely right. I am tripping. Let me go ahead and update that. <laughs> I can admit when I'm wrong. I was wrong. Players messed up too. I fucked up a little bit, but nonetheless, this is why they make titles editable. What the fuck was I thinking? I'm tired, y'all. I'm tired. That's all I can say. 
Tag, Tag Gibson, John Morant, Derek Favors. Listen, people, like, they be killing. They be killing it. Managed knee injuries, you say, ugh, getting PTSD. Hey, listen, but the one thing that we can say, listen, I understand that a lot of Bulls fans have that trauma, that PTSD when it comes to Derrick Rose, but think about it. Since then, what have we seen? Zach Levine has made a full recovery from ACL. Yes, he still has some knee injuries that need to be managed, but this is not the Derrick Rose thing where Derrick Rose never quite looked himself again. Zach Levine has looked better in stretches since his knee injury. It's just he's going to have times of being in pain. Lonzo, he's already had that MCL surgery before. Now we need to make sure that he comes back from it again really well. But we've he's already had it before, and he still has looked very good on this team. So it's not the same thing. Like, I get we all have PTSD, but it is what it is. <laughs> the fuck is clinched. Listen, your boy be tired. Your boy be tired. <laughs> Watching Giannis. Giannis always always messes with the mascot. So that's one thing I actually do like about Giannis is how he always mess with um, mess with uh, with the mascots. Giannis is a good dude, man. Uh, what caliber player do you think we can acquire for Kobe straight up? Not not shit. Not shit. Not shit. So this is why everybody's just like Drake. Oh yeah, Kobe. Kobe. Hey, Kobe went zero for nine. Let's trade him. Who are we gonna trade him for? We're going to trade Kobe for for who? Wait, what? Who? Who did you say you got? We got Giannis for Kobe. What? Really? We got that? Get him on the phone. Let's make the deal. It's not going to happen. Literally, he's a 22-year-old, unproven, streaky scorer. You could get something back for him. But keep in mind, anybody who thinks that we're going to get back a starter level, a level caliber player for Kobe White, it's not going to happen. You'll be lucky to get a, cons a consistent bench player, not even another score, for Kobe White. So, uh, listen, it's not, it's not going to happen as much as people think that it is. New push and hove tonight? Okay. All right. We'll be reviewing it on the Breaks Radio. Listen, if you can get me a New York bacon, egg, and cheese, because it's not bacon, egg, and cheese, bacon, egg, and cheese, for Kobe White right now, we make that trade. Get me a New York bagel, bacon, egg, and cheese right now, for Kobe White, it's a deal. I will personally deliver Kobe White to whatever team is giving us the new the, the New York style bagel with the bacon, egg, and cheese on it. I will take all that shit right now or personally hand deliver, wrap them up, Kobe White, deliver it to you guys, give me my sandwich. That's what I'll take right now. Let's see what we got. Do you think the Bulls can get two wins? Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, don't be shocked if somehow the Bulls magically turn it on and they look more like the team we're used to seeing. Don't be surprised if the playoffs come around and Zach and DeMar both have games in which they go for 30-plus. Don't be surprised by that. But it is, it is, I wouldn't pick them to win the series right now, though. Bro, the NY bagels are the shit. Listen to me. Listen to me. When I say this, New York bagels are everything that they're cracked up to be. Everything that, they, that they're cracked up to be. <laughs> Son, you can get a bacon, egg, and cheese for five. Yes, that's about what Kobe's trade value is worth right now. That's what it's worth right now. Uh, we should wait until the midseason and package Kobe Vooch together and show a team their February stats via stat muse that will get the job. <laughs> Ricky Fontaine's a fucking asshole, fam. He's an asshole. That's my brother, though, but he's an asshole. All right, y'all, I got to get ready to wrap up. Unfortunately, I still got to do Locked on Bulls tonight. And uh, I'm leaving Pat waiting. I know Pat is probably somewhere falling asleep or looking at me like, hey, nigga. Fuck! Shit! Fuck!
There goes the monetization of this video. I just shot that in the damn foot. But nonetheless, <laughs> I love you guys, man. Thank you so much for making this uh, a great stream despite a loss. Bulls do clinch a playoff spot. <laughs> they clinch a playoff spot despite losing uh, to the Milwaukee Bucks because the Cleveland Cavaliers lost the game. Um, but, you know, it is what it is, y'all. I love you guys, man. <laughs> Hey, this is this is family here, man. You guys mean the world to me, man. I can't I can't stress enough the way that this channel has grown in the eight months that we've been around. You guys really do mean the world to me. We're going to continue to build this out. Thank you so much. Make sure you hit that like button before you leave. It really does matter. It helps people to uh, discover the channel. Also, subscribe if you're not subscribed. A lot of people, because I post so much, I'm in their algorithms. They think they're subscribed. Make sure you click that subscribe button as well because it definitely helps the channel grow. Love you guys, man. See red, don't be red. Go Bulls. I'll see you guys tomorrow. We got oh shit, we got another game tomorrow. It's a back to back, so I got to do another pregame, halftime hangout, postgame, all live tomorrow, right here on Chicago Bulls Central. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.